0: Welcome, everybody, to our sixth episode, I believe. Who knows? We could just say it was the tenth, and nobody would really know. A hundred—it's a hundredth anniversary special. Um, but uh, today, we're going to be talking about workforce management, and I think that's a term that an, not a lot of people outside of support really understand. It's not—it's uh, not something you read in you know, uh, marketing books or any, any type of business books typically. And really when it comes down to it, workforce management is a fancy way of saying scheduling. Um, and there's more to it than that. But uh, when you have a support team, uh, scheduling that team is vital to the success of your support department. Um, now, uh, let me ask you this, James. When you first started with ClickFunnels, I mean, what, three, four years ago? um yeah so three years what uh what was the scheduling uh, so like?
1: i i was on shift one so i was like on from eight to five eastern standard time
0: okay so we actually had scheduling then so that's good <laughs> yes. so um i wasn't sure because uh when when i first started um and this was you know just a couple months after the company launched uh we didn't have schedules really we kind of worked seven days a week and the only deal and it was kind of like hey work whenever you need to work but the basically don't let six hours go don't let a ticket go six hours without a response that was that was your
1: only rule basically basically,
0: yeah (laughs) and so you know we'd be working on tickets and then you would like okay i'm gonna take a break and uh and we were all contractors at the time and so I actually had other stuff that I was working on too. And so I'd go and work on other stuff and I'd come back and answer tickets. I would kind of just take like in the morning, I'd like log on and just take a bunch of tickets, answer the tickets. And then I'd log on a few hours later, just like respond to those tickets and take some more tickets and log on. So it's like, almost like I was always working, which I was. Um, and, uh, and so anyway, that was in the very, very early days when it was just kind of like the wild, wild West and, and then as we grew and we, I mean, that was, we had like seven, maybe eight support agents at that time. And as we grew, we, we all of a sudden, we had about four, five, and six teams. When I took over as director of support, uh, we had six teams, I believe. And uh, each team had people um, spread out essentially in different time zones. And so one thing we had done to get coverage was to hire people in different time zone and it's really that's really something that you'll see a lot of companies do to get coverage especially um outside of your standard business hours right and so a lot of times what you'll see especially for like companies hiring for support positions they'll say oh we're hiring you know asian pacific uh time zones we're hiring european time zones right that's kind of what you'll typically see um And usually if you have, you know, US, European and Asian Pacific time zones, uh, which would include Australia, Philippines, India, those areas, then you typically be able to get kind of a 24 hour coverage. Um, And so anyway, we had people spread out all over the world, but we still didn't really have any scheduling. it was just kind of like, hey, work when you want. which was kind of unorganized. And the other thing was, you, you know, we had supervisors who were managing people, you know, or most of our supervisors worked uh, standard U S business hours, eight to five, but they had teammates that they managed who were on, on the opposite side of the world. Right. And so that became very difficult to, um, to manage those people. So anyway um, it, it became tricky. And so one thing we did is we, we, um organized our teams based on schedule so that the manager you know was on with their team Um, so
1: just on that was it like was did the customers notice or this was you know support at you guys going hey we we actually need to what prompted that decision or who like where did that come from
0: well so it was kind of a mix i don't know the customers necessarily noticed um overtly it was more Digging into data and seeing what our response times were at different hours, um, you know, because in our in our in the system we were using at the time, we were using intercom. I could see like our, our first response time across every hour of the day of each day, and so I could see okay, you know, Mondays at 9 a.m. our response time is really good, but then you know Tuesdays at uh, 10 p.m. at night it's not very good. So you you know we so what we did is we started really just making schedules more fixed for people uh so that it was we knew that there were going to be people on during those times and that's and that's the way we've we've done it um other companies um what i see and it, it depends on your business it depends on you know what's what's your what's your product you know i mean with a software and an international user base i mean we have a product that is 24 7 right? People can use our product 24-7. Um, you know, you see companies out there, banks, right? Especially financial institutions, even some e-commerce stores, uh, a lot of e-commerce stores, even they have business hours, right? Oh, you can contact us Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., right? Eastern Standard Time, right? And, and so that is not as critical because a lot of times, you know, if you're running an e-commerce store, um, I actually just had this experience. I ordered something online. I got my shipment on Saturday, but it was missing something that I ordered. And so I, I, and I, I got an email from them saying, hey, your shipment was delivered. So I just replied to that email, said, hey, it was missing a couple of things. And I didn't get a response back until Monday. And I was okay with that. It wasn't critical, right? Um, but you know, in our world, when we're dealing with software, software that is running someone's business, you could potentially run into an issue that someone says, Hey, like this is my business is down. My domain isn't working. You know, my website isn't taking payments. Like those are more critical issues.
1: I broke it. Help. <laughs> <Now>. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it really depends on the type of business that you have. Um, one of the things uh, that I've seen a lot of people do, especially with smaller teams is they, most people will start out. And this is actually really good practice Um, I think, and this is something we've done in rolling out new channels for support, but um, start with just Monday through Friday and you can do 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. or 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and just have kind of standard business hours, right? Now, one thing you're going to find is Monday morning, you're going to come in and there's going to be a whole lot of support tickets that you need to go through. Um, And that's going to be kind of a you know, there's going to be an increased burden. You're going to work on getting through that that Monday morning backlog. Um, so moving to 24-7 is, is going to help decrease that backlog where it's just more consistent. Um, but I see a lot of companies doing that. I see a lot of companies just doing that Monday through Friday, kind of standard hours. And then as they grow, they will um, add people in for uh, coverage you know on the nights and on the weekends and that kind of thing and that's where things get a little bit more complicated and that's where workforce management is um really important i mean you have to have data you have to know when people are reaching out to you because it follows a pattern typically it's not completely random you you know uh it's your user base I mean, you can really see, hey, when are people using the software? When are they reaching out? And you're going to see trends and it might be seasonal depending on your product. But typically, you know, if if 80% of your users are in the United States, then uh, you're going to get most of your support volume during business hours in the US, right? Um, And then you're going to get some after hours. And so when you start identifying, okay, when do tickets come in? what days do they come in that's when you can start staffing appropriately and um there's actually a a mathematic formula for this and it's really meant more for um single um single interactions like a phone call or even a live chat something where somebody reaches out they wait to be connected with someone there is the interaction period and then it's resolved and that's it. There's a contact period, right? Um, and that's what you get with a phone call or with a live chat with a ticket. It's not that simple because with a ticket, it's someone's reaching out. The agent works on it for a few minutes. They reply, send it, you know, send a reply back to the customer. Customer might get that 10 hours later. And so it's really just asynchronous. Um, and so the mathematical formula for phone support or for live chat, even it's called Erlang C. It's an Erlang C formula. Um, I think the guy who came up with it, his name was Erlang. Um, Erlang is actually considered a unit of measurement. Like, how many Erlangs do you have? And I don't know the exact definition off the top of my mind, but um, it's do actually we, a very. Yeah. Do
1: we have the formula? Like, what it is? It like, Mx squared or something? Or Oh,
0: it's a super complex formula. <laughs> like, if you look it up, like, it is. It is a super complex formula like i'm going to google it on my other screen here and uh just to give you an idea it is pw equals an over n to the exclamation uh divided by the exponent of i equals zero like it is so he
1: was like a mathematician or something
0: oh it's like it's like algorithmic i don't know it's beyond me like i took calculus in high school and i don't remember algebra like basic algebra these days like you have calculators for that kind of thing right yeah and so you can find these calculators online just google like erlang c calculator you know call center calculator and you can find some basic things and if you have a smaller team using something like that is going to be pretty simple and pretty basic you can find spreadsheets that'll calculate this for you as well um but once you start getting bigger you would need some actual workforce management software and there's various things out there that will that they connect essentially with your CRM they see when uh your calls are coming in when your live chats are coming in when your tickets are coming in how long they're la- they're lasting what your handle time is what your first response time is and you can actually get a picture of what your agents are doing uh, throughout the day, and so you can go to a specific agent and say, oh, okay, so they were on from eight to five, uh, from eight to eight fifteen. You know they were logged in, but they didn't take anything. From eight fifteen to eight, you know thirty, they were on a live chat, and then they took a phone call, then they worked on a ticket. So it actually gives you really good insight to your agent's performance as well. With with some of them, some of them are more basic, and they'll help you create these schedules. But essentially, like when you have a large team, it's it's really a necessity to make sure that you get the coverage that you need. Um, But ultimately, you know, if you're gonna go with a Monday through Friday, eight to five, it may not necessarily be as critical. Um, And you can, you know, one of the things we did for a long time was just look at what our first response time was and hey, if our first response time is, you know, too long at this certain time of day, we're gonna hire more people and staff more people at this time. Um, So that's one way to do it. the only thing with that is it's more reactive. And when you get workforce management software, there's actually forecast, some of them will do forecasting for you based on historical trends. Which is and let cool. you know. Yeah. So that way, you know, like, hey, next month, typically we see a higher support volume and we actually need to hire to get ready for that. We don't have enough people right now. So that's where those are pretty cool. But ultimately it just comes down to, you know, what type of business you have, what are the needs? You know, when are your customers reaching out, getting that right data, and then um, figuring out a tool that works for you. And those are really, really the basics behind it.
1: So four-step process.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's what I've got. James, anything you want to add or any questions you have?
1: No, I think I didn't, yeah, learn something new. Erling calculator today, didn't know about that. So that's kind of cool. Um, I would say another kind of, I think that's enough for this kind of topic, but we could like, getting that, uh, you know, what's a good call time and how much people pay, uh, you know, to, the more they pay, the faster response time they get. These are maybe for some future topics we can like, how do we work out that? and Well, you know.
0: that's, that's what's interesting, right? Because um, you get companies like uh, Heroku, which is an enterprise server, uh, or I think, I don't know. Honestly, I don't, I don't understand half of what goes on on that side of things. But I mean, these, this company that, really a a large company will pay them millions of dollars a year and their support, like you submit a support to it. It's like, okay, we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Yeah. And you're paying them millions of dollars a year. Um, so really it's about what, what type of service do you want to offer, you know, um, and building that into, um, into your, into your, uh, product itself. You know, I mean, if you think about support, support really is a feature of your product right that customer service that's a feature of your product um and so it needs to be considered that way but
1: people would pay more for now like if i want help now and i could pay extra i would pay it for if i I needed it now like so if if, it's
0: urgent for sure yeah
1: if it's urgent like definitely as electrician like you get call outs in the middle of the night people know it's going to cost extra but hey i yeah. need power for my kids and to you know have a shower and get ready and all that kind yeah. of stuff so there's definitely an urgency factor which you could add value if you wanted if your business like works for that so yeah
0: yep definitely
1: um, so yeah that's um but yeah for those bigger companies it's kind of like they're like so big that they don't care it's like there's like ah you can just wait
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know I mean, it's, it's really, it depends on the the product, the business, the customers. I mean, really you have to have a good sense of what your business is and what you need to do to be be successful. So I think, I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? Is anyone who's starting a business uh, or has a business, like you just have to take customer service into consideration. It can't be an afterthought. It has to be part of your um, product planning so yeah
1: ne- needs yeah it needs to be included it is part of the product that's no doubt if you don't have customer service you're going to be uh losing out that's for sure
0: yeah all right well i think that's uh that's good good for today and uh we'll see you guys all next week yeah Take catch care. you later
1: guys